Hi everyone, this is Jen with Bright Families. Today's podcast is about three things you can do, three levers you can pull to lose weight if you have no time at all. No extra time involved with these. And also three things you can do if you have some time, but even if you don't have very much energy, but you have some time. So first off, you are going to eat anyway every day. So when you eat, you think about hydration and the proportions of what you're eating. So more protein, less carbs. You do not have to eat different food. You don't have to overhaul your meals. You don't have to take out all the gluten or do anything hardcore. If you don't feel ready for that, just change the proportions. That right away will make your blood sugar more steady, maybe not the most steady that it could be, but more steady than it has been. And that will give you a little more time before you're frantically hungry with the next meal. Getting hydrated just helps you feel better overall. Helps you not have dehydration fatigue. It helps you stay healthier. It's great for your skin. And it helps to regulate your appetite. And again, when you eat... Or when you're prepping food, if you drink water as you prep lunch, then you're going to eat a little bit less at lunch. So again, you might not be able to fit in tons more hydration, but any more hydration that you can fit in will be great. A glass of water only takes a minute or less, and you're going to eat anyway. So just be mindful of the proportions and emphasize protein when you eat. Now, the next thing, also relating to food, but more indirectly, is if you take deep breaths and allow yourself to actually feel your feelings, that will mitigate some of the emotional eating that tends to be part of how we put on weight as we get towards middle age. We're eating for a little bit of alone time or a little bit of ritual or a little bit of something special happening because we're not able or willing or in the habit of carving out a bigger chunk of time to do something bigger and more special that's not a food thing. So for many people, a cookie that you sneak in the pantry turns out to be the special moment. Or maybe you sit down and have it with a cup of tea and that is your one of your special moments of your day. It's quick, it's easy, it's right there for you. You don't have to drive anywhere, nobody has to babysit the kids. But ultimately, it's meeting an emotional need, not a nutritional need. So if you are meeting an emotional need with food and a need for a little bit of time to yourself or a little bit of a treat, just think about how you could meet that need without food. And maybe sometimes you still meet it with food, but just think about other ways that you could meet that need. And... Anytime you're able to meet that need in a different way, that's, you know, a more moderate consumption of food. This isn't such a big deal if you have a teenage metabolism, but once you have a middle-aged metabolism and you're eating when you're not actually hungry, then, you know, it does tend to add up over time. So any acknowledgement of which food is emotional rather than nutritional, it doesn't take any extra time. Just a little bit of thought and awareness 
around what you're doing. And then the last thing that doesn't take any extra time, you just have to think about doing it, is to stand up straight and challenge your body in various small ways throughout the day. So even if you're just doing dishes by you know, standing on one leg, folding laundry, standing on one leg, sitting on the floor with the kids instead of sitting on the couch, or all the little things that just are tiny little bits of challenge for your posture, your core, your balance throughout the day. And the housework that you're going to do anyway, you can think of as a workout. And it is, if you're getting down on the floor and dusting under things or cleaning baseboards or picking up Cheerios or sweeping, it's all movement, it's all exercise. We don't necessarily think of it this way. And of course, yard work, same thing. So if you're going to be doing it anyway, but you think about it as a contribution to your health instead of something getting in the way of time that you could be working out, it's already such a better mindset. And weirdly, they've done studies that showed that when people thought of their housework or their physical jobs as exercise, they also took better care of themselves. And when they followed up with them months later, the people who thought of their work as exercise were doing better with their health. They'd lost some weight, their metabolism looked better. So again, it's more of a mindset shift. Now, the next three things that you could do if you have some time, which most of us actually have some time. So one thing is to eat more vegetables. Part of why many of us moms don't eat that many vegetables is because of the time involved in prepping vegetables or fruit, depending which fruits and vegetables you like. So of course there are vegetables that take almost no time, like pulling a carrot out of the bag and eating it unpeeled. If that doesn't bother you, that takes almost no time. But if you're going to enjoy your vegetables more when they're prepped, then we're talking five, 10 minutes of investment and maybe then half an hour of roasting some vegetables. If that's what it's going to take to get you to eat more vegetables, then of course it does represent a certain investment of time. Not 30 minutes of hands-on time, but just a little mental, mental planning and some time. So that's one thing that you can do with some time. Another thing you can do with some time, even if it's 20 minutes three times a week, is some kind of body weight exercise or lifting little hand weights. It's pretty boring, but studies have shown that even for older ladies than middle age, lifting weights and doing squats and lunges for 20 minutes three times a week cause them to lose a size or two in just a few months around their middle. They were not doing cardio to lose weight. They were just increasing their muscle mass a little bit by doing these things. So if you can set yourself a podcast to listen to and do squats or lunges around the house or burpees or lift some weights and you can just get through 20 minutes three times a week or do little bits around the house throughout the day. You know, do five or 10 squats here and there. That will contribute to losing weight because it increases your baseline metabolic rate when you increase your muscle mass. And then the last thing, which doesn't really take more time, but people feel like it takes time, is to go to bed earlier. 
So if you have the kind of family where you're getting up early to start your school day or go to church or get everybody moving, you know, with a workout or get kids out the door to school, then in many cases, everybody's up at 6 or 6.30 or even earlier, but the parents might not be going to bed till 10 or 11. And so you could routinely be a little short on your sleep. You might feel amazing on seven hours sleep. And I'm, you know, lucky for you if you do. But many people do find that their metabolism is in a better spot and it doesn't take as much self-discipline to eat good food if they get more sleep. So odds are that the time after your kids go to bed that you're staying up is just to get a mental break. There's nothing critical to the functioning of the house or your life that you're doing between 9.30 and 11. You're just getting some time with your husband and, you know, watching something, checking your email, whatever. And if even a few nights a week, you just curl up at 8.30 or 9 and actually just go to sleep, then that seems to help people maintain a healthy weight. In fact, most of the moms I know who look great after 8, 10 kids, they're getting eight or more hours of sleep every single night. Some of them go to bed by 8.30 or 9, most nights, you know, on the nights they can. Of course, it's not going to be every night. You want to have a social life. Sometimes a kid wants to talk to you. But on the nights when nothing is happening, or your husband can get the kids, there, there should be some nights that you just actually go to bed when you are first tired. At, which is probably 8, 8.30, get in bed, curl up, read a book, fall asleep by 9. So it doesn't, again, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be every night. It doesn't have to be that you overhaul your lifestyle. Just take that opportunity when it presents itself that you can go to bed earlier or just even lay in bed and unwind. Reducing your cortisol, which will modulate your blood sugar better, and in particular... Uh, reduce your weight gain in your middle, which tends to be the concerning part as we get older. So lower cortisol is great for your waistline. All right, so those are three things that take no time, three more things that take some time, but not a ton of effort, not a ton of extra energy. I'm not telling you to go out and start some, you know, couch to 5k program, but you're welcome to. But if you can just do some of these six things, you're going to see results without some radical lifestyle overhaul. This is Jem with Bright Families. You might enjoy joining us in our Moms Health Club, where we talk about these ideas in more detail, and moms with one to 12 children share their specific tips that they've tried, and supplements, and routines, and what works for them. Just visit brightfamilies.com, get on our subscriber list, and you'll get the updates about how to join our Mom's Health Club. Take care.